Hello, and welcome to our third episode of Second Take. Hello, I'm Hector. And I am David, and today we got a bunch for you. Guess what happened yesterday? Alan Rickman died. Yes, and that is depressing. Oh my god. What a great actor. Like, uh, I always thought he should have been nominated for, like, Hans Gruber. And um, also, uh, Snape in The Last Harry Potter, I thought it was really good. Snape in all of the Harry Potters was really good. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 he killed it. He yeah, really he did. he killed it from the get-go. Him and McGonagall. Yes, McGonagall. Uh, what's Maggie Smith. Maggie. Maggie. Isn't um, she a dame? I don't know. If she isn't a dame, she should be, because she's she's a badass, you know? Yeah, she, she really is. Anyways. Uh, but that being said about Snape, uh, you know, I think he... Ellen Rickman should have been nominated for some Oscars. It segues into what the subject matter of her episode is. The Oscars. The nominations came out yesterday. El Oscaros. El Oscars. Um, so we will be talking at length about that. Uh, but let's start off with uh, so a little bit of movie news. Not too much happened this week. Uh, do you want to take it off? Or to start it off? Nope, you should because I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, so... There was a new trailer that dropped today, uh, Cloverfield, uh, the new Cloverfield, 10 Cloverfield Lane, as it is called. 10 Cloverfield Lane. Now, the thing about 10 Cloverfield Lane, well, Cloverfield in general, we saw the first teaser. Yeah, during uh, the uh, release of Transformers. Was it? Yeah. I don't know. The original Transformers by Michael Bay. I just remember seeing it and thinking to myself, holy crap, something amazing is going to happen in this movie. And it just seemed awesome. But yeah. now we have this teaser, and it kind of plays into like how the first movie's teaser was, but it's a different one. Like obviously, different story, whatever, whatever. But it's so subtle. They're in like a bunker. A bunker. Kind of has that whole like Stockholm syndrome. Uh, they're listening to Buddy Holly, right? I don't remember who they're listening to. I think it was Buddy Holly. To something. And um, John Goodman's in it. John Good- And this is the other day you were talking about John Goodman needs to be in other movies. And then the first fucking teaser <laughs> that we see is John, John Goodman. Goodman. <laughs> John Goodman's one of my favorite actors. He was amazing in Big Lebowski. Uh, and I don't know. He was a big part of my childhood. I didn't like watch Roseanne, but like. I watched my, some episodes of Roseanne. He was really good in it. He got um, a bunch of nominations for it. Oh, too. I'm sure he yeah. did. He was All killer. and Emmys, I think. Um, my parents were huge on the Flintstones, the original cartoon. So uh-huh. when he was uh, Fred Flintstone, Fred Flintstone, yeah, we were all about that back yeah. in the day. Uh, yeah, but John Goodman, man, uh, he's in it. They got rid of the found footage vibe, which I'm totally okay I with. Hope, I hope it doesn't turn into a found footage, though. Yeah. Because I, know, I noticed that, too. I was like, oh, this is not found footage. But... It could later it, be. It could be, but I don't. I don't think so. Like if they they're promoting it as a normal like movie, with normal cinematography, it's going to be that. What also blew our mind is that it comes out in March. Yeah, March eleventh, I believe. Yeah, crazy. Uh, we didn't even know it was coming out this year. Like we were looking at movies coming out uh, later on this year after the Oscars were announced, and uh, we didn't we didn't even think about looking for this one. No, I mean, you kind of. So the thing about Cloverfield, the first one, is that the teaser, for me, the teaser was so good that the movie didn't kind of hold up, uh-huh. you know? It's still it's still a good movie. I really liked it, and I, you know, I watch it here and there, because it is entertainment. It's a monster movie, What are you know. Yeah. But that teaser trailer made it seem more than what it was going to be. And that's, you know, sometimes it's the problem with trailers. Yeah, know? they, um, it's, it's, I don't know, the intrigue about the trailer was more exciting than the actual film when watching it. Yeah. 
Well, I'm excited about John Goodman in this, but I'm also kind of excited to see Mary Elizabeth Winstead in there. Do you know yeah, who that is? Yeah, uh, no, but yeah. Um, she's, okay, so she's in, uh, Grindhouse. She's the cheerleader. Oh, okay. Um, okay. she's, uh, she did, what else did she do? Wow, I cannot, I, you know, and I had this in my head, but, um, Scott Pilgrim. Scott, uh, oh she, yeah, Ramona. Yeah, Ramona. Ramona. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> the, I mean, it looks great. But look, uh, listen to the, this is what Cloverfield's about. Waking up from a car accident, a young woman finds herself in the basement of a man who he saved her life from, a chemical, oh wait, a, a man who says he saved her life from a chemical attack that has been left the outside uninhabitable. Oh, shit. So, is it, I have a lot of questions, like, is it, it's obviously taking a place after the New York attack, now, is Cloverfield going off into different cities and fucking shit up? But look, or? this is, I'm not sure because, um... So look at the look at this poster of it, and I wish you guys can see this poster too. But it's a really ever, cool poster. It's a pretty cool poster. It's a, it says Ten Cloverfield Lane. It automatic it like gives you the it shows you that it's going to be underground. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a house on the top, kind of small. Well, it's a two story or three story looks like, but it you know it's a smaller distance shot of the house. But the thing is, it's um, it says monsters come in many forms. Oh, is there another Cloverfield monster? Well, I'm is thinking John Goodman is a Cloverfield monster. Well, if it's Cloverfield, I'm sure he's going to be in it. But I'm thinking when it says monsters come in many forms. Oh, he's like an antagonist, but he's like, it's going to like say something about humanity and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But John, what, that would be cool. One of the other things about Cloverfield is, I don't know if you remember this, I really loved like the lore for Cloverfield, so I looked a lot yeah, of we, stuff up. Yeah, we, that was huge back um, in the day. But yeah, uh, in the clouds of the original poster, you could see what the monster looked like. So I'm like, in the clouds of this one, can you see what the monster looks like? If if you could, then it looks like... I'm looking at it right now, and it looks like there's a bunch of monsters, like, if anything. Like, there's three distinct clouds that look like a monster. Each yeah, of them. Well, it's just like, you know... Who knows? If you look at the original Cloverfield um, poster, you were supposed to see the the corner. He's right there. So let, me see. let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. He's pulling up the original Cloverfield poster. Really cool poster, by the way. If you haven't seen this poster, which I'm sure you have, but if you haven't, it's really cool. It shows the Statue of Liberty, and uh, it's I think it's like this cloud off. right here, over here in the corner, by the Lady Liberty. But anyways, so I was thinking, like, is there, is it gonna be in, like, in the poster? Like, is the, you know, the monster, you know, who knows? Who knows? Nobody knows too much about this. I, you know, the thing came up on Facebook yesterday for me, and I was like, what? I didn't even know the movie was getting made. Like, well, oh yeah, so we were talking about that, right? Well, I didn't think Cloverfield, it, it left room for another movie. Yeah. You know, and you can. It was kind of complete. But it's so. been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, seven years? I would Til- say. It came out in 2008. 2008. So, yeah, seven years. Well, six or eight years now. Uh, the big question is, do we need another one? And I don't know. Like, I... I feel like there hasn't been a good American... Do we need another one? Maybe not. I don't know. But John Goodman's in it. Yeah, John Goodman. And, like, I don't know. There hasn't been a really good American-based monster movie. Right. Uh, since probably King Kong. Well, Godzilla. <laughs> well, that was that's Japanese, though. Well, yeah, but it... You know what I'm talking about. It's based off of Japanese mythos. Well, but you know what I'm talking about. But anyways, uh, let us know what you think about 10 Cloverfield Lane. 
uh, weird title for the movie a little bit, but um, yeah, let us know because uh, we're intrigued. We're going to go see it probably opening night. It's in IMAX too, you know that. Unless if it's competing against uh, Batman versus Superman, because that's in March. But I think that's the next week after Batman versus Superman's in March. Yep, that was me. It's March. Wow, well, I didn't they know. pushed it earlier because of uh, Civil War. They didn't want to compete with it. Mm. Originally, was in May. Wow. Well. Well, let's, let's, let's go to straight to what the main topic yeah, the, of today the, is. Yeah, the uh, main event. We're yeah. going to talk about the Oscars. El Oscaros. So this year's Oscars is going to be hosted by none other than Chris fucking Rock. Uh, I, I like it. Is he going to do better than... Uh, Ellen DeGeneres? No. No. But is he going to do better than Neil Patrick Harris? Yes. yes. Is he going to do better than James Franco and Anne Frank? Uh, or Anne, Anne Hathaway? Hathaway? She should play Anne Frank. She's too young, old. Well, like an older Anne Frank that survived. Oh, like if she survived, <laughs> they and... did that in American Horror Story already. Oh, damn! I make all these movies and I find out they have already been made. Yeah, stop stealing people's ideas, David. <clears throat> so the the bit the bit talk of this year has been and always well, will be. Well, let's just let's let's we'll... let's go to the breakdown first because I got we're... I got the breakdown of how many nominations each each movie. Okay, has. okay. So the highest nominated film of the year is the one that everyone's talking about. It's The Revenant. It has 12 nominations, which I believe is the second highest nominated film of all time, right? What is? Uh, the Revenant. Second highest. Because no- Titanic had 13, 111. This has 12. And then Lord of Rings had 11, 111. Mm. So it's the highest, nom- or second highest nominated film, I believe. I-, I would have to double check that research, but I'm pretty sure it is. Um, with 10 nominations, we have the highest action nominated, or... Action genre nominated film, Mad Max Fury Road. Big surprise for a lot of people. Um, with seven nominations, we have The Martian. Kind of expected a little. No, I didn't. I, uh, the technical aspect of the movie was, okay, I understand. But Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Come on. <laughs> uh, we'll with, never ever ever do Project Greenlight now. <laughs> <laughs> with three, a tie of uh, six, or three movies with a uh, tie of six nominations each, we have Bridge of Spies, Carol, and Spotlight. Uh, with five nominations, we have Star Wars and The Big Short. With four nominations, we have Room and The Danish Girl. With three nominations, we have Brooklyn, Sicario, and The Hateful Eight. And two nominations is Ex Machina, Inside Out, and Steve Jobs. And there's a bunch that have only one nomination, yeah, like yeah. Son of Saul and so on and so forth. Um, but let's talk about some snubs. Snub I think Carol should have been nominated for Best Picture. Although, I can't, okay, you know what? I can't really say that because I haven't seen it. There's a few movies we haven't seen on this. Uh, we haven't seen Room Spotlight, The Big Short, Carol. But it's a Kate Bridges Blanchett Spies, movie. Brooklyn. Okay, we've only seen like three of on this. Best picture list, but I mean, it's been a rough year movie wise for us. But do you think Ridley Scott should have gotten nominated for director? Um, uh, maybe the thing is, is that it's hard to tell because you got Alejandro Inarritu who deserves it, uh, Lenny Abramson who, uh, what I've heard about Room really deserves it, uh, Tom McCarthy for Spotlight really deserves it. Adam McKay is a big surprise, but I, I believe he deserves it. And, uh, I mean, George Miller is awesome. Well, I think, because uh, I'm kind of segueing to, like, snubs right now, um, Aaron Sorkin didn't get his. Yeah, Aaron Sorkin, Quentin Tarantino didn't get one either, which was kind of sad on, excuse me, on uh, A lot of people are saying that the dude that played Eazy-E in um, 
uh, straight out of Compton should have got nominated. Michael Keaton should have got nominated, apparently. Yeah, Michael Keaton. Sh- uh, a lot of people are saying that Christian Bale was not the best choice for the big short for a nomination. It was it should have been Steve Carell, which I can see that happening. I mean, we... Well, Michael Keaton was in Spotlight. Yeah, I was just switching to... Uh, well, this, this I, I, you know, and I, and I really wanted to see... And I, and I haven't seen Room, so I don't know what to say about this, but Jacob Tremblay, the kid... Apparently he's like the freaking like, like from what I've read, like the best part of the film, and he didn't even get a nomination. Well, I mean Brie Larson's probably going to be the best. Part it's of really hard for kids to get nominated. Like it's been it, done before. It has well. been done before though. Anna Paquin. Anna Paquin. Uh, Joel. Uh, Harry Joel Osment. Uh, well, he got a nom. He didn't win. Yeah. Anna Paquin won. Yeah. Um, um, uh, what was that girl that smoked the cigarette? Tatum O'Neill. <laughs> smoked the cigarette. but um some things i'm glad got a lot of recognition i think the big talk of like the biggest surprise is how much recognition uh mad max fury road got uh huh uh it didn't get any of the major actor categories but there wasn't really like a it was performance i kind of would have liked to have seen charlie's throne yeah it would have been nice but i i feel like uh the best actress category is kind of big this year well, let's take it take it category by category. Let's do a category job. Yeah, let's. Uh, do you want to start with best picture or go yeah? The let's, other let's go all the way down. Okay, best picture. So we got the big short, uh, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad Max Fury Road, The Martian, The Revenant, Room, and Spotlight. There's only eight nominations, with a possibility of ten. Why? No, David, it's done by, like, a, it's, it's, it's done by, like, average a, system. it's an average vote system, but I, I still believe it should be 10 if they're going to have a possibility of 10. Well, can't do anything about it. Yeah. So, Brooklyn, uh, I mean, we haven't seen that, uh, Room we haven't seen. <laughs> Bridge of Spies we haven't seen. Yeah, it's, it's kind of rough, uh, as I said, Spotlight. we, we had a rough year, but The Revenant, The Martian, and Mad Max we all saw, and I feel like... Those three are, like, really good for that category. Uh, The Martian, maybe not as much. I think they got The Martian because Ridley Scott is involved as the producer. And maybe somebody felt bad that he was going to get the best director. It was a good movie. It was. I don't know. I don't don't really understand why it's getting as much uh, uh, popular criticism for it. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Um... I really would have loved to see Star Wars on this. But. Yeah, Star Wars. I feel Star Wars should have been there. Um, and possibly Ex Machina. I mean, Ex Machina was a movie that kind of defined the early part of this year. Yeah, and I really... That movie was like so... It made you think hard. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, Alicia Vikander did a really great performance. Uh, Oscar Isaacs is phenomenal in that. Uh, and Domino Gleason, I mean, he's doing no wrong anymore. Like, yeah, he's doing a pretty good job. Um, but I will Bill. say, um, I'm just going to predict the winner, um, The Revenant. I, I agree, The Revenant. Um, other than those two snubs, do you see anything on the list that shouldn't be there? Um, the Martian. The Martian. I, I would agree, The Martian. Um, I feel like The Big Short and Spot. Well, okay, Spotlight not so much, but The Big Short is kind of there because of money. Yeah, and well, everybody that's in it is on some pro- part of probably uh, some of the voting. I mean, oh, yeah. Brad Pitt, Christian Bale, they're they're voting. Uh, Adam McKay's not voting, so I, I I don't know how we got best director, but still. Uh, so Big Short's kind of iffy. 
but I think The Revenant has this. It would be nice to see Mad Max pull it from behind. Just to say, like, whoa, this was really Mad or George Miller's year, you know? I don't think it's going to happen. I, I think, don't think so I think either, it's Revenant but... all the way, 100%, to be honest. All right. Best performance by an actor in a leading role. We got Let's Brian Cranston for Trumbo. Trumbo. Matt Damon for The Martian. Leonardo DiCaprio for The Revenant. Michael Fassbender for Steve Jobs. Eddie Redmayne for The Danish Girl. Um, Leo has it. This is Leo's year. It has to be. If, it's, he, if he doesn't win this, he's never going to win an Oscar. If he doesn't win this, I think the Oscars will lose all credibility. Yeah, honestly, he he has the most uh, physically demanding uh, role of the year. Uh, he was he was eating live fish, you know. Uh, he was in the middle, jumping in the middle of like sub zero temperature waters. I would say know? physically demanding as well would be for like Eddie Redmayne's character because it it takes a lot. Yeah, but last year was more physically demanding for Eddie for, Redmayne. For Redmayne, yeah. yeah, he was getting scoliosis and shit. Um, um, I, although if if Leo didn't win. Um, if I wanted to see anybody win, it would it would definitely be Heisenberg, uh, Brian Cranston. Yes, um, it would be cool to see that dude win an Oscar. Like yeah. especially, I mean, his character in Breaking Bad is one of the best characters ever in, yeah. in any TV. Like uh, that's up there with Lucy, uh, Lucia Ball. You know, for Lucy, I love Lucy. Yes, playing as Lucy. Yes, like if Matt Damon wins. Um, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Matt Damon? Don't make this man quit. <laughs> I just quit in general. Michael Fassbender and Steve Jobs was really good. He did. You believed him as Steve Jobs. and But the thing is about Steve Jobs, the better actors were Kate Lewinsley. And, and, uh, and I'll talk about it in a snub again, but Jeff Daniels killed it in Jobs. Steve Jobs. I, I don't see Jeff Daniels... Winning or even getting nominated anytime soon because of the way the Academy thinks about him. Yeah. You think of somebody that's in Dumb and Dumber, you know, you're not going to nominate for him for an Oscar. And it sucks because he's a phenomenal actor. Right. Look, let's move on to Best Actress, unless you have anything else. Kate uh, Blanchett for Carol as Carol. Brie Larson in Room as Joy. Jennifer Lawrence in Joy as Joy. Charlotte Rambling in 45 Years. And Sorsha Ronan. Yes, Sorsha. Sorsha Ronan. Sorsha. 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 Not Sorsha. 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 There you go. Ronan. As Brooklyn. Or in Brooklyn as Illis. Anyways, um, lots of joys on this list. <laughs> I've noticed. But anyways, I, I think this is Brie Larson's year. Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Brie Larson. And I want to tell you all, and David's has heard an earful of this. But I've watched yeah, Brie I, Larson I got so much of this since United States of Terra. She was one of the best parts of it. I mean, Tony Collette was the best part of United States of Terra, to be honest. But she played her daughter, and in the later seasons, she becomes an airline, air flight attendant. A flight attendant. Wow. Can't speak. And she just, you know, travels and talks to people. And I don't know, just the way her character is. And she's done a couple of... Uh, uh, scandalous things. Those of you who've watched United States of Terror know what I'm talking about for Brie Larson. Nice. Um, but she she killed it. Absolutely killed it in Short Term 12. Short Term 12 is one of my favorite movies because Brie Larson just dominates in every single scene. And, and to be honest, like I think David knows this. I'm more into like 
I'm more into the female actors because I feel like there's more range yeah. usually. Yeah. Um, but I like her because she just doesn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like she she does her thing and she does her thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I hope... same for Kate Blanchett though. Yeah, that's that's. If Brie Larson doesn't win, because I do think she's going to, but like, let's say if she doesn't, I would like Kate Blanchett to win because she is a phenomenal human being. She's a, she surpasses actress. She's like Audrey Hepburn in my mind. She yeah, she is. Wrong. She's a she's a Hepburn. But also she she does like she's not just like oh I'm big Hollywood. She does Lord of the Rings. You know? Yeah. She does uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. She'll pick up you know a mediocre script and do it for the fans. And yeah. that's why Kate Blanchett's a bomb. Yeah, um, I'm kind of glad to. Well, not kind of glad, but I'm actually pretty glad to see Saoirse Ronan back. Um, it's been a long time since we've seen her uh, for Atonement. Mm-hmm. Um, as a, she was supporting actress though for the tournament, and this one she's actress. And you know, it's great to see her. And we saw her last year um, in uh, Grand Budapest Hotel, and I remember telling you, I was like, "Wow, Saoirse Ronan was really good." Yeah, she, she was killer in that movie, you know. And so it's kind of it's you know it's glad to I'm glad to see her come back. But you know what it is. Um, um, I hear a lot of good things about Charlotte Rampling's 45 Years. Um, and it's funny because she's going against Jennifer Lawrence for joy. And this kind of mirrors what happened uh, a few years back when Jennifer Lawrence won for uh, Silver Linings Playbook because Emmanuel Riva won for, or was nominated for, I forget what movie it is, but apparently Emmanuel's performance was the best. But Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence won. ended yeah. up winning. So I think, like, in this category, Charlotte Rampling, it's hers again. It's hers. Mm-hmm. But it's not yeah. going to Jennifer Lawrence. It's going to Brie Larson. Um, I'm irritated with Jennifer Lawrence at this point. Uh, I don't want her to work with David O. Russell anymore. I'm really tired of that, like, Trinity of Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Lawrence, David O. Russell. They, they, they are all, like doing worse work because of Silver Linings. And Silver Linings is a great movie, but right now, none of them have even touched what they did with that. Bradley Cooper getting nominated last year was an appalling event. Yeah. And Jennifer Lawrence, honestly, this year is kind of appalling, appalling in my opinion. Just because the movie wasn't the best. Yeah, we still haven't seen it, so we can't really judge. But I will say that I would like for, for not to be with David Russell again. Um, I just don't think that uh, he has as connected as he used to be. I just think he got he he's very um, up and down, too up and down to be considered a great director. Like he's not consistent enough. Uh, sometimes he does make really good movies, like I Heart Huckabees and Silver Linings, but Joy and uh, American Hustle, both both idiotic, retarded movies in comparison. But have you seen Joy? No, but I I just feel it. You know, you just have that feeling. Yeah, you have to watch it. You can't. You can't say something. That uh, I will bold. watch it, and then I will boldly. But you'll boldly say it because you can't back on your own. Oh words. no! I'll be honest. I'll be like, I was totally fucking wrong. If I was wrong, <laughs> no, but I'm wouldn't. not going to be wrong. No, you wouldn't. Um, um, I'll do this one. Okay, do it. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role. Okay, we got Christian Bale for The Big Short, Tom Hardy for The Revenant, Mark Ruffalo for Spotlight, Mark Rylance. For Bridge of Spies and Sylvester Stallone for Creed. Okay, so uh, from right off the bat, it's Sly's year. I think it's his his Oscar. Take it or leave it. He's going to take it. Uh, and then he, leave it. <laughs> he's going to forget about it because he's That's, on. Like, but I'm not 100 percent sure. I want to say that he's going to win as well. But everyone's talking about Mark Rylance. 
Yeah, that's true. Uh, he's really good in Bridges Spies, to what I've heard. Uh, feel bad for Mark Ruffalo because he's nominated so freaking often. Yeah, let and me let me see shit. how many times he's been nominated. Real quick, he's been nominated like, three he, times. I feel like it's been more than that. Kids ever. are all right. Foxcatcher and Spotlight. He's never won. Never won. He's a, he's a decent actor. Uh, still wait. I'm waiting for that role. That's like Mark Ruffalo. Yes, but it's cool because he's such a a soft spoken 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 person and an actor that it's crazy to see him get so many nominations for just subtlety. Yeah, and sometimes that's all it takes. Like some of the best performances in history are just subtle. Yeah. Um, we got Tom Hardy from The Revenant. Yep. Did a great job. I think he deserves a nomination, but he's not going to win. Oh, uh, it would be interesting. Though. Like, if the Revenant starts sweeping, he could win from the behind, you know? Because uh, whenever you see something, like, with 12 nominations like that, you have to, like, say, like, there could be, like, all the all the people in the Oscars might be like, holy shit, this movie's awesome. Like, way higher than, you know, the normal consensus of the movie is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool to see Christian Bale, but as I said, I think Steve Carell should have been in the category instead. Yeah, he already won. Uh, and then Mark Rylance, yeah, he, he's up there. Uh, I think he is a good contender. I just hope it's Stallone. I think it's going to be Stallone, yeah. But, I, but like, if they call Mark Rylance's name up there, um, I'd be like, oh, okay, I see. But it's still cool to see Stallone get the invitation and get there. And honestly, I hope he doesn't do action movies anymore and just concentrates on what he did with Creed. Well, I mean, he did it actually. Well, he wasn't. Excuse me. Wow. We got a yawn job. Yeah, we got a yawn job. So he wasn't the one doing the action this time around, which I'm. Well, I was kind of like, yeah. But I'm sure he, right after that movie came out, he got like scripts on his desk of like <laughs> one from Steven Spielberg, Steven Soderbergh. All right, uh, what's next? Yeah, so on and so forth. We have Best Supporting Actress. Jennifer Jason Lee in the Hateful Eight, Rooney Mara, Mara as or in Carol, Rachel McAdams in Spotlight, Alicia Vikander in The Danish Girl, and Kate Winslet in Steve Jobs. Uh, I this is a cool category. This man. is a pretty. This is the the one of the few categories where it's very like Jennifer Jason Lee's fighting for it. Rooney Mara's fighting for it. Alicia Vikander's fighting for it. Kate Winslet's fighting for it. Why is Rachel McAdams here? Because <laughs> they needed a fourth one. I, I well, kind of Jane Fonda was supposed to get nominated for this. Like, who the fuck, Rachel McAdams? You know what I mean? Like, who let Rachel McAdams in the room? Get her out of the room. I heard she was really good in the movie. I didn't she see it. Was. I can't really say. I know I'm talking shit, Rachel. Don't hate me, but because she's listening. Yeah, she's, <laughs> you're listening. But, uh, Kate so Winslet. Kate Winslet. It's either Kate Winslet or Jennifer Jason Lee. Okay, so here's the thing. I saw Steve Jobs, and Kate Winslet was my second favorite part of that movie. Jeff Daniels was my favorite part of the movie. Which was the other snub in Best Supporting. Yeah, but the thing is, Kate Winslet killed it, though, still. Oh, yeah. It's just that Jeff Daniels kind of killed it, too. You know what I mean? It's just with him and the type of dialogue that he had to go through... It was more of like a oh like a stab to the heart kind of acting, whereas her acting was like making your heart full. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So she was a uplifting. Yeah, she was that uplifting yeah, full character. She told it like it was. Um, so I think she's gonna win this category, but but if she doesn't, I really 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 want Jennifer Jason Lee to win this. Uh, and I was talking to you last night about this. Uh, Alicia Vikander might win just because of the bang-up year she had. 
I don't like, think Danish so. Girl, she, I heard she was good at Napa. She was phenomenal in Ex Machina too. Well, yeah, but the thing is, is you if know it, the Academy takes all this into if anyone's consideration. Gonna, not really. So most of the time, they, it's politics, David. It's politics, and sometimes the politics are out what movies you've done throughout the year. That's why Tom Hardy might not win, you know, because of Legend or whatever, you know. Um, Mad Max. But if anyone's gonna beat Alicia, it's gonna be Rooney Mara. Rooney Mara won. You uh, think Rooney Mara has it? The Palme d'Or or some shit like that. Let me look it up. Has, has anybody won an Oscar from the Palme d'Or in recent memory? No, but she's... <laughs> it's It, like, shows how good she was. I'm sure she was fantastic. It's just like, um... She won... American Cinema is going to be Kate Winslet or J- Jennifer Jason Lee. And then yeah, Alicia she won for the Cannes. Anyways. Um, so... Oh, fuck. I lost my last cell phone. Sorry, we are listing. Yeah, we're listing right now, guys. List job. Um, so I, I, we all disagree with this forever. You think Alicia Vikander? I think Rooney Mara. I know Kate Winslet. Well, th- and that's the thing is, is, if Kate Winslet or Jennifer Jason Lee wins, this conversation's moot. This is only like second and third place, you know. Yeah. That we'll but never see, know. But it would be really cool <laughs> to see Leo win and then Kate win. Yeah, that would be really cool. Well, that Kate would, be would win like... first because the supporting actors go first. But yeah, well. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Kate went first anyways. With Kate winning. won first, yeah. And was nominated first. No, no, yeah. no, no, Leo was nominated. Leo was in 96 uh, Gilbert or something, Grave. 94 or something like that. I don't know. And he was anyways, a young tyke. Best achievement in directing. We got oh, yes. Adam McKay for The Big Short, George Miller for Mad Max Fury Road, Alejandro Gonzalez Iñárritu. Good job. The Revenant. You're the best pronouncer on the internet. Thank that you. Name. I, uh, did you see... Okay, hold on. Lainey Abramson... For room, Tom McCarthy for spotlight. Okay, okay. <laughs> Alejandro Gonzalez Iñárritu. That's how you pronounce his name. That's He's like, Mexican. That's the way to do it. That's how. You, and did did you did you um, see Cheryl Boone Isaacs, the president of the Oscars or uh, the Academy, um, say his name? She was like Alejandro G. Iñárritu, and I was like, <laughs> get out of here, Cheryl. Get out. Cheryl, just stop. Yeah. Just put it on the screen and say, that guy. That guy, yeah. <laughs> and then especially because um, uh, they said his name earlier, and it was John Krasinski, and he was like, Alejandro G. Inyaritu, you know? And John she, Krasinski? She, yeah, he, uh, he, you didn't see the... I, I didn't actually watch the televised. I oh, just read it. Oh, got you. Um, but yeah, so, <laughs> anyways, I, I'm, I'm for Alejandro winning. Uh, he probably will win. He'll but, be the first director in history to win back to back, right? I believe uh, that's right. Not sure, but first Mexican too. <laughs> he's well. He <laughs> will be the third uh, Mexican, Mexican in a row. In a row. Yeah. These Mexicans are taking over our film industry, America. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and they're doing a damn good job at it. <laughs> Here's Killing the thing: him. if he doesn't win, wow! Did you hear my voice crack? If he doesn't win, I want to see George Miller win. Yeah, George Miller, uh, he might win just because he's old, and everyone's afraid, you know, he might pass and not get an Academy Award yeah. for, like, a real film. And I don't think that's what people feet. think when they vote. Well, like, if you just look at the Academy Award list, and let's say George Miller was there around tomorrow, uh-huh. or after this award ceremony, mm-hmm. you're going to think his best film was Happy Feet. No, I would think his best feat would be... Mad Max Fury Road, because he got nominated for it. He got nominated ten times for it, but you're going to only look at the winners, like, 20, 30 years from now, you're going to say Happy Feet. 
It's just one best achievement. I'm in just life. saying for like the new generation that doesn't know this year of film. Yeah. Mm, I don't think so because they're going to see that he got nominated for director, picture, uh, whatever else. I don't know. I think you're thinking. I, I'm thinking about the legacy that George Miller needs. I, well, I just I think that there's a high uh, and Happy Feet is not a good place to have your legacy leave off at. No, but it deserved what it got. But I'm just saying, like, when somebody looks at someone's Oscar like repertoire, rep- repertoire, they're gonna see that he kicked his, kicked ass in Mad Max. But yeah, he won for Happy Feet, but that doesn't mean Happy Feet's his legacy. Well, it, sometimes it is. Like 50, 60, 70, 100 years from now. No. We'll see. Nope. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Adam McKay. Interesting. Uh, he he just... Uh, the latest big movie he did was Ant-Man. And the one before big movie that he did before that was Anchorman 2. <laughs> and now he's getting nominated for the big short. I think that's a story in itself. Yeah, that's it. That, yeah, he's... Climb through the coals of the fires. The to... fires of uh, genre fi- pictures to make a, this crazy movie. I We really need to see the big short. Uh, same as Spotlight. We need to see Spotlight. Uh, Tom McCarthy. What has he been in? Oh, he did Win Win. Ooh, he did 2012. 2012 was uh, Roland Emmerich. He was in it. Uh, oh, he did The Cobbler. Spotlight, The Cobbler, Win-Win, The Visitor. Ah, it's The Visitor. You love that movie. The Visitor? Remember, um, what's his name? Richard Jenkins. Oh, that movie is the bomb. He got nominated for that movie. Yeah, he did. Um, Um, but then we got, uh, Tom McCarthy for Spotlight. Is that who we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hi. Welcome. Back. I'm thinking Labor- Lenny, Lenny Abramson. Yeah, he, he directed Frank. There's a lot of like shorter like uh, filmography lists on this director category. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, I'm just happy that like um, um, Ben Ben Piece of the Silence Wall. Ben Zeitlin. Yeah, what about? didn't get nominated. <laughs> what, do you, what do you do this year? Nothing, but I'm just like, remember when Ben Zeitlin got nominated? Oh, yeah, I was yeah. like, Ben Zeitlin? Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I'm, I'm all for new director getting nominated as long as they like put their foot someplace, you know? But Beast of the Wild was really good. Yeah, it was. It was. All right, all right. The little so, Girl was awesome in that. We gotta go. Keep going. Original Best screenplay. screenplay. Uh, let's start with original, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, whoop. Sorry for that noise. That was my heavy starch can because I iron shirts once in a while. So, the original screenplay, we got Bridge of Spies by uh, Ethan and Joel and Matt, or Ethan and Joel Cohen and Matt Charman. Ex Machina, Alex Garland. Inside Out by Josh Cooley and a bunch of Pixar folk. Uh, Spotlight by Tom McCarthy and Josh Singer. And then Straight Out of Compton with Andre Burloff and a bunch of other people that helped him. I didn't want to read all the names. If you want the list, it's online. I'm sorry for those that wrote it and are ashamed that I didn't say their name. Pete Docter, though, did get nominated for Inside Out, which is really cool. Hmm. Well, let me tell you who I think is going to win. Spotlight. This one's a hard category for me. I think Spotlight has a really good chance, but I could see Straight Outta Compton even pulling it. Fuck it. Like, this category is crazy. This is, like, weird because... Ex Machina should have been Best Picture also, and this is the category he gets as well. It's kind of like, um, what was that movie? Uh, 
uh, I can't even, I don't know. There was a movie a while back that, like, got arbitrarily nominated for screenplay. Oh, Nightcrawler. Oh, yeah. yeah. Last year. Yeah. I just think Spotlight's gonna win because of the people behind it. Yeah, that's... And out of all these, I think it has more nominations. Well, I mean, it tied with Bridge of Spies, but I think it has, like... It has just that magic with it, I think. And that screenplay, I heard, is super subtle and moves and it's tight as hell. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of a... And it's not my favorite category, category this year, to be honest. Yeah, it's an interesting one because there should have been Quentin Tarantino in there. Uh, there should have been... Uh, I mean, you Sorkin. said he might have been disqualified Tarantino. Well, I think that it's more of an adapted screenplay because he did adapt the original screenplay. Which he did. But, I mean, it's kind of weird. It would be a rewrite, but it was... It's, uh, it's kind of like what happened rewrite. with Whitla- Whiplash. Because Whiplash was already a script. It was a short. And then but when they that turned it into one... a movie, it, turned in, it was best... Uh, it was an original screenplay. It, it was, was adapted. It was adapted. Right. So I think that's what kind of happened. Huh. That one's like in the media, but yeah, Alan Sorkin. Where the fuck Aaron. is Al- Aaron? I mean, where the fuck is Al- Aaron Sorkin? Like, yeah. is he on vacation or something? He didn't want to get nominated. Like, what's going on? Academy, tell us why Aaron Sorkin's on this list. Like, the fuck. Okay, next we got best writing screenplay based on material previously produced or published. We got The Big Short. We got Brooklyn, Carol, The Martian, and Room. I think. Room should win this. Room should, but this might be the category that Martian actually Martian. deserves one. Um, Drew Goddard is fantastic at writing, and Godard. Goddard. Godard. It depends on where you're from. No, it's Drew Goddard. Anyways, uh, Andy Weir, I'm like almost done with the book. I have like 30 pages left. That book is fantastic, um, and it's really well transferred. Like, they kept a lot from the book. There's only, like, a few things that weren't there. And it's less technical than the book, but, yeah, it's it's definitely awesome. It's nice to see that some people don't, like, fucking throw the book out the door and start over. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like somebody's trying to faithfully adapt something. Yeah. Kind yeah. of like uh, with the first two Harry Potter movies. Faithfully adapted. Um, but Room is a good chance, too. I need to read that book. Uh, you I know, need Nicole, to see that movie. <laughs> my, uh... My sister, or my fiance's sister, what would that, or sister, stepsister, what would that be to me? Sister-in-law. Let's just call it sister-in-law. When she you read get married. It. Yeah, when we get married. Um, she read it, and she said it was phenomenal. Uh, best animated feature film. Anomalisa. Anomalisa. Thank you. Uh, Boy and the World, Inside Out, Shaun of the Sheep, and When Marnie Was There. Uh, first of all, Inside Out, all day, every day. It should have been nominated somehow for Best Picture, too. Fuck it. It's the best movie ever made. No. But it's really damn good. Watch it, guys. I think it's gonna win. It'd be cool to see, uh, when when Marnie was there. Yeah, it's the last Studio Ghibli film, supposedly. I kinda don't want Inside Out to win. I liked Inside Out, but it's not as good as other movies that Pixar has done. I disagree completely. I... (laughs) relate to it so much but that's, I just don't like, I love Inside Out man I don't know I just don't think that's a I guess that's just my wheelhouse like um I I don't know any of these other films I've heard of Shaun of the Sheep um but the other two I don't know uh they could they could win not it's going to be Pixar all day every day because this is America it's sad to say that I think it is going to be Pixar Inside Out but 
It was accomplishment. It was. Uh, it explained emotional theory to uh, in layman's terms. Very, very smooth script. Um, and, uh, yeah, as Bing Bong. <laughs> but when Marnie was there, could, could win. Like, I've heard really good things about it. It's uh, one of those really special films. Yeah, but voters will never vote for it. Yeah, it sucks. Because, fuck it. Like, it's, well, I mean, they did vote for it, apparently, but, you know. It's just like Studio Ghibli uh, redefines animation almost every single year, and they never win. But anyways, whatever. What can you do? What can you do as a human being to tell these people to Well, let's skip win, this next category because we haven't seen anything. Uh, let's go straight to original score. Cinematography. Oh, wait. Mine is in a different order, I think, than yours. Oh, we weren't even it's okay. List. It's okay. I can find it. Cinematography. Go ahead. Carol. The Hateful <laughs> Eight. Okay, hold on. Carol. Edward Lackman. The Hateful Eight. Robert Richardson. Mad Max, Fury Road, John Seal. You said that so weird. I did. Rolled. <laughs> the Revenant, Emmanuel Lubezki, Chivo, Sicario, Roger Deakins. Okay, first of all, it's cool to see Roger Deakins, but... It's The Revenant. It's cool to see Robert Richardson, Hateful Eight. Yep, yep, really cool. That movie was gorgeous. Yep, yep. But... Uh, uh, Chivo, 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 Chivo. I follow him on Instagram. He has beautiful pictures. He is a master of light. <laughs> Master he, of everything, he is the reason why the Revenant looks as good as it why it does. Also, the choice of filming only in natural light, but he does make that natural light look beautiful in every scene. He makes it look it's never so natural. Super, <laughs> it's never oversaturated. It's crazy. Uh, the Hateful Eight though is beautiful. Uh, as I said, Roger Deakins is really cool to see on here. Um, I just bought Sicario. We haven't watched it. Yet. We need to watch it. But that's like the movie that really says like fuck it I'm Roger Deakins fuck you guys <laughs> um, and he had a busy year he also did uh, By the Sea by Angelina Jolie which and looked really beautiful apparently yeah. wasn't that good but really <laughs> alright let's get better to let's go back to uh, score so we got Bridge of Spies by Thomas Newman Carol by Carter Burwell The Hateful Eight by Ennio Morricone Morricone thank you Sicario by Johan Johansson. Wow, you can say no other names right. It's a German to me. You're Jewish. S- Star Wars The Force Awakens by John fucking Williams. Uh, and Neil's gonna win, but I'm kind of happy to see John Williams on there. Yeah, that dude has Oscar- Oscars all over his wall. And, like, dude, he made the best score ever made for the original Star Wars. I'm glad to see him back on the list for Star Wars The Force Awakens. Yeah. All day, every day. But yeah, hatefully you got this in spades. Thomas Newman's cool to see. Um, you did uh, American Beauty. Uh, what's that movie? The Road to Perdition. Remember him in that? It's a good score. Mm-hmm. He has that like weird like boop boop boop. You know, the single tones kind of middle ground sounds. So, what about best achievement in music written for motion pictures original song? You got Fifty Shades of Grey, Grey for Earned It, Ugh. by The Weeknd, Belly, Jason Dahila, Queenville, and Stephen Mochio, whatever, I don't know. The Hunting Ground, Till It Happens to You, Diane Warren and Lady Gaga, <laughs> Lady Gaga got it, Racing Extinction, Damn. Manta Ray, by J. Ralph and Anthony Hegarty, Spectre for Writings on the Wall, Whoa. Sam Smith and James... 
Napier. I thought it was Jimmy Napes. I guess they just call I him can, Jimmy Napes. I, I got a phonetic version of his name if you would like me to pronounce it. Jimmy Napes? It's, it's Napier. It's, he's James Napier, known professionally as Jimmy Napes. Okay, yeah. That's what I thought, motherfucker. Then Youth, Simple Song Number 3 by David Lang. Well, I think it's clear. Yeah, it's, it's uh, uh, Sam Smith. That song was fucking awesome. I usually don't like new, newer music, especially by like all these crazy fucking crazy-ass art, artists, you know? Wait, but he's not a crazy-ass artist. He's a crazy-ass artist. How is man. he a crazy-ass artist? He's always like, you know, he does his thing, and he doesn't give a fuck. No, that's not... Ex- that's a crazy-ass artist. Like, I don't want to go in-depth on this. You're just... like You're making judgment, and you have no backing for it. I was not prepared to be on the docket today about Sam Smith, thank you. Yeah, well, I understand, but don't say that he's a crazy-ass artist because you haven't even listened to his music. I've listened to so much of his music. Which ones? That song uh, that he did before this song. Boom. So, writing is on the wall is going to win. Writing is on the wall. Writing is on the wall. Writing's on the wall. Writing, parentheses, S. Or apostrophe. apostrophe, thank you. S on the wall. But Spectre, Spectre, I I don't know. I like Spectre a lot. And it deserves to win the best song of the year. Um, And there's more categories on this list that, honestly, I haven't seen. So I don't know if we really, we should really. Uh, Yeah, usually we don't. um, You know, you have the makeup, costume design, so on and so forth, uh, visual effects. Uh, For visual effects, just an overview, I think that uh, it's going to be a battle between Mad Max and Star Wars. Um, costume I just, design, I, I think it's Revenant. I, I just want to say that every year for the I'm Oscars, we've, we've been playing this game where we guess who's going to win, and we kind of point, you know, figure out the points, and usually I win. But um, Last year I won, actually, thank you very you much. You won last year by like a point. Yeah. Um, we both failed with Michael Keaton, though. That's what he should have won. I, I'm still like kind of sour on that. Yeah. Oh, but the anyways. Oscars are February 28th. Yes. It's a Sunday. Request off work, ladies and gentlemen. Request off work, David. I always request off work. When have I not? When? Every year for the last, like, seven years. I don't know. I'm just... You're usually like, oh, I might have to work. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to request off. I'll do that in a sec, actually. Um, but yeah, so... Basically, that's where we're at. Um, tell us what you think. What do you think is going to win? Who, who is your biggest snub? Who is your biggest snub? Uh... Who is the one that you're super excited for that got nominated? Yeah. Yeah. Open up the conversation to others, you know? That's what the Oscars are all about, is to talk about how all these white folk don't know what America <laughs> really wants or uh, wants. Um, well, just yeah. one day. One day. One day, Wolverine. For, one day, One day, I just want to be nominated for an Oscar for something, and that's all I want. You'll get, like, just best a costume design. Just a nom. <laughs> and that's all I want. Best, yeah, I was uh, nominated for an Oscar. I'm nominated for an Oscar once, and that's it. Yeah. So, uh, next week, what do we got? I believe it is our most anticipated films of 2016 this year. Write it on your calendars. It's 2016. Boom. And we're going to go over all the movies you've been waiting for, and maybe, just maybe, some you didn't know you wanted to see. And that's where we are getting the fuck out of here. Have a good night, everybody. See you next time.